Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. Welcome back in. Second hour here on Wednesday. And room for you at 508-996-0500. You can also send in app chat messages and open line voicemails via the WBSM app. And don't forget, if you send us an open line voicemail in which you say your, tell us your name, where you're from, and why you love listening to WBSM, and you'll be entered to win a Seize the Deal guest certificate. What we'll do is we'll take those and we'll, we'll work them into playing them on the air. So you'll get to hear yourself on the radio and you'll be entered to win a free meal with a gift certificate to one of our great Seize the Deal restaurants. And uh, let me just tell you right now that we've still got some great deals on sale for you at SeizeTheDeal.com. We still have $25 to Wame for $12.50. We still have $50 to $110 Grill for $25. $30 to Sorbet Frozen Treats for $15. $50 to Festiva Buffet for $25. And coming soon, we will have a $20 gift certificate to Ponchero's Mexican Grill for $10. A $50 gift card to Portside Tavern for $25. And a $25 gift certificate to Doe Company for just $12.50. So check out those deals and more at SeizeTheDeal.com. And as I always say, make it your homepage. Check it every morning. There's always a great deal to be found, but you can also enter to win a free Seize the Deal certificate by sending in that open line voicemail on the WBSM app, telling us your name, where you listen to, and why you like listening to WBSM. And uh, we will enter you to win. So I was talking before the news break about this Wheel of Fortune segment that's coming to film, oh, that came and filmed in Newport. And from my understanding, it's just a brief little thing to kind of promote one of the things they're giving away. And I think that, you know, if that's, Maggie Sajak's got a great job. I, as I said, I don't really watch Wheel of Fortune. I don't watch TV at that time most of the time anyway. Because I'm usually working. And if I am watching TV, I'm usually catching up on something on the DVR. So I haven't seen those shows in a long time. I've watched a little bit of Jeopardy since it's had the, the change in hosts. And I didn't really like it. It's just not the same for me. What I liked about Alex Trebek is he could get away with the smugness of telling people they were wrong when... He would say things like, uh, like he would, uh, 
you know, if you guess the wrong thing, he'd be like, no, it's, it's Costa Rica. And he would say it like in a way where you were like, oh, I, I think Alex Trebek might have actually known that. When Ken Jennings says it, it just sounds pedantic. It's more like, how did you not know that? I would have. It's like every single time he hosts that show that I've seen, it's he wishes he was still there beating the other people. But I, again, so I just don't enjoy it. I the, the last time I was a regular Jeopardy viewer anyway was when I used to go and hang out with my friend in, at, a, at a bar and we would drink on Tuesdays and they would put Jeopardy on. And I would just sit there like at that point I'd already been drinking for hours. I know, don't judge me. I know it was 730 at night, but we had a different schedule. We, we got up really early and I would just like sit there with my head on the bar and just like pop my head up and answer the questions. And people were always like, well, how do you know all this? You should be on their show. I'm like, well, if I was sober, I probably wouldn't know it all. Um, but it was uh, it was a long time since I've sat down and watched a lot of Wheel of Fortune. But I guess her job is to go out there and add flavor to the program, whether it be things, little videos and things that they put into the show or stuff that they do behind the scenes on social media, which I think is really cool because you get a fresh take on a show that is a formula that's been around for, for a long time now. Over 40 years with Pat Sajak as the host. So, eh, I I get it. But I also think, you know, there's a lot that could be done if you're going to go out on the road and do these things. Bring the show to Newport. You know, they, they do the, the, the week of shows in different places. Bring the show. Imagine watching Wheel of Fortune coming to you live. We're not live, but coming to you from inside the breakers. You know? Actually spinning the Wheel of Fortune in a place that was built with a fortune. Because all of a sudden, winning whatever you win, winning, you know, $10,000 and a trip to Rome doesn't feel as impressive when you realize, like, that wouldn't pay the cleaning bills for the Vanderbilts when they, when they built the Breakers, which was their summer cottage, not even their main residence. That's where they just went to in the summer. Some of those Newport mansions, the owners of them only spent a couple weeks a year in them. And they're, they're more ornate and have more things in them than, than you or I will ever see in our lives. But that's nothing like bringing down some perspective of what you just won on a game show. Have you ever been on a game show? My dad was on one once. I used to host a cable access game show for kids, but that doesn't count. My my dad was on a show called Ruckus, which didn't air in the Boston or Providence markets, but it aired around the rest of the country. It was a Merv Griffin game show, and it was hosted by the amazing Jonathan, who, if you know anything about him, he was just nuts. And... It, I don't know how they got him to tame down his act so that he could be a game show host. The show didn't last very long, but it was kind of like Double Dare for adults. And it was right around that time that Double Dare was popular. And it was having these folks do crazy stunts and participate in these crazy challenges and they would win cash. And so my, my dad got picked. We had gone to a, like a week's worth of tapings because we used to stay in Atlantic City at the Resorts Hotel which was owned by Merv Griffin. And Merv Griffin would film some of his game shows there and he would give tickets out to the hotel guests for them to come down and, and be in the audience. 
And so we went to multiple tapings. And then finally I got my dad to put on this crazy shirt. And then I did everything that I could to get the the producers to come over and pick him. And, and they picked him. And he went up on stage. And there was a dozen people. I don't know how many people it was. But a bunch of people and a bunch of trash cans in front of them. With the, You step on the, on the pedal on the bottom and the lid pops up. You know what I mean? And... Out of those people, some of them were going to step on that and they were going to open up, pop open the top and there's going to be a $100 bill in there. Other people were going to get smoke in the face. And so I think, I think my dad got down to the final two or three before he got the smoke in the face. But he ended up making 400 bucks for $100 bills, real money taped inside those gas, those uh, trash cans. We never got to see a tape of the show. We don't know anybody that saw it. We don't know. I've never seen it pop up on the game show network that I've that I've seen. I suppose I could look on YouTube. I probably haven't looked on YouTube. But uh, it was fun to see that experience. You know, to have that experience to see what a game show is like in person. I know some of you have gone to the the Price is Right live that they used to do. They did the Zyterian and things like that. You know, so you get an idea of like what a game show is like. It's kind of tedious when you're in the audience because you're watching them do that whole week's worth of shows. They actually did this in two separate sessions. Like they, they gave a break of a couple of hours so that people could go out and have lunch and everything and come back. But yeah, it was a lot. But it was, uh, it was fun to see the way that it plays out. My television debut was uh, more auspicious. I was on a local Boston station and I spilled vegetable oil all over the set. Someone out there has a tape of that and I, I, I've got to find it. And upload it to YouTube. Like how to embarrass yourself on, on television. By my, my dad did exactly what he was supposed to do. He went out and he got me all the materials I needed to make a wave machine on television that morning. And he went to the supermarket and he said, I'm going to buy the big one gallon jug of vegetable oil and a three liter soda bottle so that it'll look really big on TV and it'll look really good. And then, you know, there's, they give me a pitcher of water. So you pour half the bottle, you fill half the bottle up with water, drop in some food coloring, some green food coloring, blue food coloring, make it look like the ocean. And then you fill the rest of the bottle up with oil. And the one thing he forgot to get was a funnel. So when I went to pour that big wide mouth of the gallon oil jug into the three liter bottle of soda, uh, I got oil everywhere. All over the set. It was an, it was an OSHA hazard. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So, there we go. Uh, the, um, if you've, so if you've been on a game show, let me know. 508-996-0500. You know, Barry had mentioned the other day that he had never known anybody that was on dialing for dollars. And then we got some comments from people who actually did know folks who had won money from dialing for dollars. So maybe some of you out there have been on jeopardy or or wheel of fortune or or even some of these game shows that are gone and forgotten if not for the game show network 508-996-0500 priscilla in new bedford says tim can you tell me why and when art students were transferred to the star store star store building i graduated in 1970 and the art students were in dartmouth and there certainly was enough space and land to accommodate their major I remember they gave the campus a wonderful diversity. Uh, it was in 1996 that the um, approval was given for 
the Star Store to become a campus of the College of Visual and Performing Arts. And I believe that the first students, I think they took possession of the building in 2000, as, uh, if, if I have my information correct. That's when they started moving students in and started beginning the classes there. And so now for the past you know 20-something years, they've had the students in there. And it was, it's not so much about a space issue on Dartmouth campus as much as it was about having a downtown New Bedford campus to have a, you know, to put an arts school in what was a burgeoning arts community and has really helped foster that. And uh, Priscilla, I would recommend that um, you call in on Friday and talk with Jack Spillane about it because he can give you more information about it. He was here. I wasn't. And well, I mean, I was living in Wareham, but I wasn't paying attention to that kind of stuff. Uh, but he can give you more of the background on it. But it was it was designed not so much to take them off the Dartmouth campus, but to, to add vibrancy to downtown New Bedford. And now they'll go back to the Dartmouth campus, it seems, uh, unless something can be worked out here in the 11th hour. 508-996-0500. I'm going to take a break. When we come back, we can talk with you, and uh, we'll be right back. Back in 508-996-0500. That is uh, Love Walks In from the 2004 Best of Both Worlds CD. The remasters of all the uh, songs from Van Halen from both the, the David Lee Roth and Sammy Hagar eras. I don't. Gary Sharon doesn't get any love. That was a decent album, Van Halen 3. I've been listening to it a lot lately, and I'm actually enjoying it more than I did uh, back when it came out. But the, the that album, I used to have stuck in the CD player. Was it a CD player? It must have been. I had a, yeah. Of my second Trans Am. So every time you rode in that car, all you could listen to was Van Halen. (laughs) I mean, I guess I could have put on the radio, but I just like to drive around in that listening to Van Halen. And uh, it was a white Trans Am with T-tops. So, I mean, it was the perfect Van Halen type car. So it worked out pretty well. So we hear a lot of, you know, this time of year, we hear a lot of folks uh, as kids are going back to school complaining about the fact that, you know, I I have to drive my kid to school. There's no bus for my kid to get to school or my kid can't get on the bus because in order to take the bus, they have to get up at 530 in the morning and be out there by 615 to take the bus to be there for eight o'clock. It's it's hectic. It's crazy. Like I people complaining about putting their kid on the bus. And so they drive their kids to school. Well, in Belmont, parents are being asked not to drive their kids to school this year because they have complaints about from all six of their schools in the district about traffic and pedestrian safety during drop-off and pickup. New traffic patterns, ongoing construction projects are weighing, you know, on this a little bit here, but also like they're just saying like stop stop driving your kids to school. Just let them take the bus or, or drop them off a, a, a mile away and let them walk the rest of the way. 
508-996-0500. Really quickly, you're on WBSM. Hey, good morning, Tim. It's on your mind. Two things. Well, actually three. Um, earlier, you were bringing Electric Avenue. Yep. At that time, I used to hang on the Avenue three or four nights a week. Christian Avenue. I used to, we used to, my crew used to call it Rock Down Christian Avenue. Oh, there you go. And um, tonight, from 5 o'clock to 8 o'clock, is the last of the um, Love the Avenue presentations over at Nye Street in the, in the Avenue where they did that unveiling mm-hmm. like eight weeks ago. It's free. It's educational. It's music. It's trying to revive this neighborhood at the same time. They're taking ideas and suggestions from anyone as long as it's practical. Um, the first night, there was like 125 people that I was there for that. Wow. Um, and these kids from Smithfield, Rhode Island yesterday, they lost uh, 9 to 3. Uh, great representation for the state of Rhode Island and youth for the region. Um, and what a, what a yo-yo. So most people didn't even think they were going to make it out of the original ones. And they went all that far. So they won their first one, lost the second, won the third, won the fourth, and then lost last night. A heck of a run. Uh, a good run. And uh, it, it, there's a lot of great athletes that come out of the, especially youth, and they come out of the Northeast, like in our region. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, I love one, of those, one of those kids is going to make the major league someday, maybe. Yeah. Absolutely. Who knows? Absolutely. Yeah, my, right. my nephew was on that team in West Warwick about 12 years ago, mm-hmm. and he was actually recruited, but he, he loves his father's demolition business, and he put himself to school for that. But, uh, you just never know. That is true. Well, I hope everything goes well tonight. Yep. I'm going to peek in there, and then i got to go with a late, late afternoon client. So right, always well, a pleasure, my friend. Likewise. You have a good day. And uh, we do have to go now into the news, but when we come back on the other side, we can take more of your calls at 508-996-0500. But now, here's Adam Bass with the news. Former President Donald Trump's arraignment in Georgia is expected to be televised. The judge overseeing his election interference case ruled Tuesday that cameras will be allowed in the courtroom through September 8th. Fulton County District Attorney Fonnie Willis is pushing to hold the arraignments for all the defendants until after Labor Day. Trump and 18 others were charged last week in connection to alleged efforts to overturn the state's 2020 elections. Former President Trump's attorney, John Eastman, is out on bond after surrendering to police as part of said investigation. Eastman reported to respond to reporters' questions outside the jailhouse. Do you still think the election was stolen? Absolutely. Absolutely. Still. No question. No Sir. question in my mind. Sir. Eastman is one of former President Trump's 18 co-defendants facing criminal charges. Trump is expected to be booked in the same jailhouse on Thursday. Much of the central U.S. is dealing with an extremely dangerous heat dome. Forecasters say high temperatures on Wednesday could surpass 100 degrees in some areas from the Midwest to the Gulf Coast. Major cities under extreme heat alerts this week include Dallas, Oklahoma City, Kansas, Louisville, and Nashville. Members of the Teamsters Union are ratifying a five-year deal at UPS. Trey Thomas reports. That puts an end to the threat of a strike. According to the union, 86% of its members voted for the contract, which will be retroactively in effect starting August 1st. The Teamsters president said it was the best contract in the history of UPS. I'm Trey Thomas. 
A Baltimore man is being sentenced to 15 months in prison for his role in the January 6th riot at the U.S. Capitol. Prosecutors say he shoved his way to the front of the crowd of rioters that day and encouraged people to rush police at the Capitol building. He also grabbed a police riot shield and caused an officer to fall down a flight of stairs. After the man entered the Capitol building, an officer told him to go the other way, to which the man replied, It is the right way. We've got to send a message. He was arrested and pleaded guilty to interfering with law enforcement. He'll spend 15 months in prison, as well as three years of probation, and must pay a $2,000 fine. And a new study says a quarter of all Americans avoid one room in their house. Bree Thomas with more. Realtors will tell you kitchens sell a home, but a new study by Fresh Express, the salad people, says one in four Americans never set foot in their own kitchens. Those polled say cooking is hard with too many steps and it's just easier to order takeaway. I'm Bree Tennis, NBC News Radio. In sports, the Boston Red Sox now have a losing streak of two games after losing to the Astros last night, 7-3. Game three of the four-game series at Minute Maid Park will continue tonight at 8-10 p.m. And now, here is your ABC6 local weather forecast. Starting off with a little bit of a fall-like feel for this morning, but sunshine will help warm our temperatures right up into the mid-70s with a nice, comfortable air mass in place. Overnight tonight, clear, pleasant, and a, another decent night for sleeping with the windows open if you'd like. Overnight lows will be in the mid and upper 50s. For tomorrow, sunshine in the morning will give way to increasing afternoon clouds. There'll be a storm system coming our way from the Great Lakes, and it will threaten to send some showers our way towards the evening. Look for highs to reach the low 70s. Be sure to watch ABC6 for my full seven-day forecast. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Bill Guile on New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM. It is currently 59 degrees in New Bedford. I'm Adam Bass, WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's News Talk Station, WBSM, and get breaking news alerts and podcasts with the WBSM app. W-B-S-M. <laughs> Back in 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're on WBSM. What's up, Playboy? Hey, Lamone. What's what's happening? Oh man, I just had a, a kind of wicked good week last night. Last week, so um, you know, Friday I went to see George Benson. Hadn't seen him for a long time. That was you, you like George Benson. George Benson's off the off the hook. I think anybody likes George Benson. Yeah, what a great voice. Yeah. Oh, great voice and great guitarist. Oh man, you're busy on that. So and then after then Saturday night. I went to go see, uh, see uh, Pete Frampton, and so that was pretty good. And so, you know, like these old people, you know, I could see. You know, I told you I gave up my tickets for uh, Big Sean, uh, mm-hmm. you know, like. So, and, or I could go see Black Pink, but I didn't see that. I wanted to see Frampton, 
So it was pretty good. I had a good time. So what I, what I did is like, um, uh, we're going to have, uh, speaking of your, your Duran Duran, we're getting ready to have uh, Duran Duran come here this weekend. No, oh, really? Yeah. And so I think uh, the Robert Taylor, you know, Robert, the guitar player that's got cancer, I think he's going to be here too with the group still. And so that would be kind of cool. So, um, so how's the weather out there, fellas? Ah, it's beautiful. It's uh, it's it's almost like fall here in the mornings. And then it warms up in the afternoon. It's it's perfect. Oh. Right now, it's like I'm gonna say it's like 80 degrees out here. And like I said, and we had that we had that rain of that that rain hit Las Vegas. Well, hit all the West Coast down here. What happened? That was the first storm, you know, like hurricane storm hit the coast since in, in 84 years. Wow. And, you know, so if you see how the drought was, how we, you know, like, remember, like, two years ago back, we had 240 straight days with no measurable rain at all, nowhere. And so it was like, the previous record was 140 days straight, but that was back in the 50s when they were doing the, with, uh, the uh, rocket, the, you know, the nuclear test at the test site out there. Yeah. That might be something. That's crazy. So I'm thinking, like, oh, is it? and it's like coming on both sides. Now, you want, now usually you get this, this wind of storms, you know, hurricanes, whatnot, come running through. But we got hit, we got attacked by Hillary. You know, the floods are going all across California, things like that. So that's a good thing. We need all that water we can get. You remember I was talking about needing a bunch of water? All the bells. So, yeah, we got it. Yeah, you, know, you did. You got it. So are you, you know, I guess you're not doing that in the show this weekend. I'm just at ask, you know, that, you know, you might say yes. It'll be like surprise. Nope, nope. I'll, I'll be, be I'll be in Michigan at the the Michigan Paracon this weekend. Oh, really? That sounds like fun. I'm gonna. Oh, so are you? Are you? So are you more of a? Would you, you like Wolverine the better or the or the uh, the Spartans? Uh you know. I, I mean, I guess you know, being a a Tom Brady fan, I guess you yeah. got to go Wolverines, right? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. So Tom Brady. So so did you? So he's he's going to be in town again coming up here for the first game of the season, you know, up here. And, you know, it's pretty crazy that Jimmy Garofalo is a quarterback here. And so let's see how long that lasts. Maybe, you know, he might come out of retirement. You can hope. Yeah, I would, if anybody else to come out of retirement, it's Tony Romo. Like I said, Tony Romo, I think that if, if I told Stephen Jones that that, that year when um, if the, if he only played that one, that one game, the half before the half, he took the, the ball down, all the way down, threw the ball to eight people, and scored a touchdown. That right there. Tony Rome, even when we lost, the Cowboys were fun watching when he was, he was under the center. And like I said, and I told, I, I think honestly, now they paid him until 2019. And so uh, Dak Prescott, who had been under that, uh, up under that rookie contract, and I think that they should have kept him. I said, I think we had been to, the, been to the Super Bowl two years, maybe one month of them, one of them by the time if he, he would have been there. And it's like so sad, you know, when I see things, no, I've always got that gift of seeing right. Like I said, you know, like you, like what I've talked about you going and, uh, and, you know, doing something a little different, you know, didn't I help you get your other spot? You know, to, I called us, so I'd get it for you two times, two different times. You got your side. So like I said, I threw that out there about the public, you know, servitude, but I, I just threw it out there. I don't think, I don't know if you're going to go for it or not, but it's like sadness for them, your local people there, but they could have had you, like I said, they've got you every morning, so they should be happy with that. They can have you. In, in, in <laughs> Some people cloth. might be, Other, others probably lament it, but yes. What about old, old girl from, um, from, uh, from Lizzie's house, uh, 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 Tammy, what's her name? Oh, what's her name that goes there? She looks, she's kind of, remember I talked to her on the phone beforehand? Oh, Lizzie, Amanda? Uh, Oh, yes, Amanda. Yeah, I was just hanging out with her on Sunday. We went over to uh, the new coffee shop that opened up next to the house. Oh, man. Did you take pictures? 
Uh, we did, yeah. They're up on uh, Instagram and Facebook. I we went over and uh, she went axe throwing for the first time. I took her axe throwing for the first time. So yeah, no, she she got she got the full Lizzie experience this weekend. Oh, well, the axe hatchet, yeah. So the hatchet girl, so that's kind of bad. But you know, if it's, it's, it's get her ready for Bre- for the Renaissance Fair. So you know, always good to see women that knows how to that can that can carry a hatchet. You know, you know, big <laughs> thick kind of woman, big sturdy woman, side childbearing hips. All right, we're, we're going off the rails now, Lamone. i got to take a break, but thank you for the call. God bless everybody. Have a great day out there in Las Vegas. Okay, we'll do our best. May the good Lord smile upon all of y'all. All of y'all. And right back at you. See you later, brother. Take your life. And uh, that is Lamone in Las Vegas. Uh, we are going to take a break. If you want to call in and chime in, uh, he's not now. Now he's catching up uh, on, on his breath there because he, he doesn't breathe during the, the whole call. It's very impressive. We'll take a break. We'll be back in a few moments. Don't let anything break your stride today. And uh, I want to give a shout out to Big Al, not not that Big Al, a different Big Al, who is listening to us live uh, and, and let us know via app chat on the WBSM app. But he's listening to us on the stream at, from uh, Arecibo, Puerto Rico. So good morning, Big Al. I hope that... Uh, Hope that the weather is as beautiful as I was as I would expect it to be in Puerto Rico this morning, but uh, that's the great thing about having the WBSM app. You can listen to us anywhere in the world. In fact, when I'm in Michigan coming up this weekend, I'll be listening to the station. When I do listen, when I do have a moment to tune in, it'll be on the WBSM app. In fact, I have a little Bluetooth speaker that I bring with me when I travel. Put it in my hotel room and. I'll have that on when I come into the room. I'll turn on WBSM, and usually if I'm in the room, it means I'm going to sleep. <laughs> uh, I will take a few naps, I'm sure, while I'm, uh, while I'm there, and I will get a chance to kind of lay it down and listen. And, of course, I can always catch up on the podcasts while I'm on the plane. So if I can't listen live on the plane, which... I should be able to because I'm flying Delta, so I think I'll have Wi-Fi on the plane. I don't, I don't remember. I'll have to look at the the ticket reservation, but if that's the case, you know, I can listen live, but if not, I just download the podcasts and then I have them ready to go uh, so I can listen while I am in the air because, I mean, sometimes I'll watch a movie. You know what I love to watch, though, on those screens is when they show you where where you are over the country. I love to watch that little map. I don't know. Maybe I'm just weird. Maybe it's because I don't fly that often. I'm sure if I did it all the time, I'd be like, uh, just get me off this plane as fast as possible. But I still enjoy the experience. I'm 45 now, and I didn't take my first plane ride until just after my 35th birthday. It was the Patriots had just lost to the 
Giants in the Super Bowl for the second time. And I had to go the next day to film something out in L.A. So my first flight ever was a cross-country six-hour flight. So I'd never been in an airplane before and was getting on an airplane to be stuck in it for six hours. And my friend Jeff was flying with me and he was convinced I was going to freak out, but I, I didn't. I thought it was great. I, I liked the experience. I think it's fun. Again, probably because I don't have to do it all the time. I'm sure if I did it all the time, it would be tedious. But I enjoy it. I like going to the airport. I like, you know, I don't, I don't like the pressure of going to the airport. So I'm supposed to fly out tomorrow at 4.51. That is my flight time tomorrow. So I'm like trying to make my parking garage reservation. And I said, well, I'm going to get there at 3. And I was like, okay, well, if I park the car at 3, does, that basically gives me two hours to get from the economy lot, because I'm cheap, to actually board the plane. And I think that that should be enough time, right? That's what they tell you. They tell you to leave two hours. But then I'm like, okay, but how much time is it going to take me to get there if I'm getting there at 3? I shouldn't hit any traffic, but then again, with the uh, the uh, summer tunnel closed, that's going to cause some traffic backups. But I was talking to somebody who goes to the airport all the time and said, no, no, uh, you will be taking the, the Ted Williams tunnel and it's not really affecting, the Sumner tunnel isn't really affecting that, so you should be okay. You know, maybe give yourself an extra half an hour. So give yourself 90 minutes to get there instead of an hour. So I think think it should all work out. But man, that that airport parking is an arm and a leg. $96 I'm paying to park. Because I was too afraid to use one of those cheaper services because I was reading some reviews and be wary if you use any of those. So, you know, there's all these different park here, uh, park fly ride, all these different things, all these apps and everything. And it can be overwhelming. Now, we have, of course, corporate discounts at things. We have a, a, a program here where we can get corporate discounts on, on different stuff. And I use it all the time. If ever I'm going to buy something, I, I look on that site first and see if we get any kind of corporate discount. And... I was looking and they did have some for, for airport parking, but I was like, I don't know if I necessarily trust these um, sites. They, they seem, I know that our company wouldn't do business with them if they weren't legit, but I don't know. Some of the reviews that I read, these companies will sell you a parking space that they don't actually own. And so you're booking it through them and they're paying for it, but then you might show up and they might not actually have a space for you at that place. So I was like, eh, I, I, I don't, I'm not going to have time to get into all that. Don't want to miss my plane because there's only one flight, two flights every day from Detroit to Sault Ste. Marie, one in the morning and one in the afternoon. If I miss that evening flight, the morning one is going to be after my presentation is supposed to happen. So I'm screwing myself. So I got to make sure that I... I get there on time. It, leaving me alone to travel is is not always the best idea because I, I cut things too close and I get too distracted. And But I think I should be okay, you know, knock on for Micah. We'll see how it goes. 508-996-0500. We'll be back in a few moments. Jim.
And welcome back. And now uh, we've only got about a minute here, and then we're going to go into the newsroom. When we come back on the other side, we can talk more with you at 508-996-0500. You can also send us those app chat messages and open line voicemails on the WBSM app. And uh, we will talk more with you after the news about, well, I want to talk a little bit more about this uh, this particular incident in the town of Belmont where parents are being told not to drive their kids to school. And I think a lot of Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.